When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Fried. So good to be back here with you, Jordana, live in studio. We're here. Happy July 4th. We're into the summer. It's it's that, it is podcast season to me. It is it is the heart of the summer. Right? right yeah. And everyone's doing their trips and their road trips and their beaches and their flights. And there's a lot of moments post whatever you did that weekend that you need a podcast. Yeah. Like, I, so if you're out there and you're like, hey, maybe, you know, you listen to this show, we want to thank you, but we want you to send it to a friend on, on the way back from their beach trip when they're in the recesses of their mind wondering what happened last weekend and why it didn't work out with the person that they've been texting with the whole weekend and, the, and all those things exactly. that come up over the summer. I mean, summer dating is fun. It's a lot, it sometimes feels a little high, high pressured to always be doing things and going out and seeing people. I think, I know you, you know, it's exhausting. I would it. say I'm yeah. in it. I'm in summer dating season and I'm tie tie. Okay. <laughs> I am tired. I, I mean, but it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. It's you know you're, a lot. You're, Such a great time of the year to be a, to be single and going out and doing things. The weather's great. Feels yes. good. Yeah. Winter time. You want someone to just hold the, you. Hold you. The consistency of yes. a lover. Summertime. You're like, I want to be on my own. Sunglasses on. Outdoor bar. Give me a aperol spritz, right. please. Uh, I I mean I got I I met someone IRL the other night. Um, so I've, I, that's like the, hitting the jackpot. It's always very exciting when you can do that. It was actually a conversation piece on the date. Mm-hmm. The how, you know, I went to, I was at a bar. I'm by myself. It was, um, you know, it's a Monday night. I was like, Jared, let's take a night off. Don't drink. Don't have anything. But I'll go out and get dinner. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. Because then I'm at the bar. I'm looking. Everyone's, you know, there's, there's, there's energy. Yeah. People are having drinks. And I've gotten and it's a lot been- the weather has been pretty good this summer in New Gorgeous. York anyway. Gorgina, as the young women are saying these days. Right. So I, I'm i at the bar. There's a buzz. And I'm going to get a martini. <laughs> I deserve it. And I got, we we talked about a lone bar recently Vibes, on, the pod, yes. on the podcast. Yes. And, and, you know, the negative Nancys, they're the ones that give feedback. The ones that go, well, I go to a bar alone every week and no one's ever come up to me. Well, maybe you should look up from your fucking phone and start going up to other people. Because let me just tell people, this was both people making moves. Yeah. Not one. You know, going to the bar alone, that ain't it. You also have to be an active, you know, person at the bar. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have your head up on a swivel, looking, making eye contact, smiling. Show, you know, and and I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, <laughs> straight dude saying, hey, dude, smile a little more. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying be an active participant in your own life because I and listen, I'm I get I get negative. Listen to me on the podcast talking about you know TSA pre for 30 minutes okay stop it yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'm a negative Nancy too so I'm not I'm not saying I'm above you I'm telling you I'm noticing the good pointing it out trying to facilitate more of that let me do more yeah here's here's the structure let me do this so I'm at the bar I'm like I'll get a martini I'm on my phone again I'm fucking you know you know, you know, fucking Phil Phony too. Right, I'm, friend, I'm Mr. Phone. Right, yeah. yeah, my best friend. And have the first martini, put my phone down, make it Ooh, an active choice. Okay. So that's right. I'm, I'm Break very Break away brave. from the squad. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Take a moment away from my friend. Um, And then I start shooting eyes at someone that's with a larger group to my right. Okay. So we start exchanging looks. I notice it. They notice Is that it. what they call, I don't know, they, they used to call it this. I'm not sure if they still call it the eye fuck. There was, I would call it eye groping. Okay. It was a less Nine. of a fuck. <laughs> Respectfully. Okay, fair. It was eye. Less invasive. No, yeah, it, was, okay. it wasn't eye fucking. I would say it was eye foreplay. Okay. I would give it that. Fair. And at one, and, and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm listening to their conversation. Because okay. I'm a fucking nosy piece of shit. All of a sudden, they come over to my left, come around the group to my left. So then now they're making active moves. Okay. They order a water and they said to me, you don't need a any water. Of, a wa- well, they had just had drinks. They're, okay. they're in a group. I get it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like weird. negative Nancy Waterton. Okay. And one for him, too. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of gave me shit. She goes, you don't eat your olives. And I was like, well, I'm trying to stay healthy. It's a Monday. That's a flirty move. Flirty move. I go, do you want one? Did you take one? Olives were taken. Wow. Okay. And then we laughed about it. Fine. Goes back to their group. Okay. Goes back to the group. And then they're packing up. You know, the group is. It's ready to go. They're going home. And I said, uh, hey, nice to meet you. Take my number. Boom. We've all made moves. Okay. They're, you know, they're, you know, they're doing the olive move. I'm doing the take my number move, eat my olive. You know, they're all right. You're leaning into the situation. Here's the point of IRL summer, Mm -hmm. which we were ahead of. I think this is IRL summer. Okay. We were early. It is officially IRL summer because after 4th of July, you, yeah. After 4th of July, it's July 5th today or July 6th, whenever you're getting this for the, you know, the people who don't subscribe, but you can pay three bucks a month if you want it early. You got to lean in 20. Everyone's got to lean in 25%. The 50% in the middle is where the date is found. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we both may, it takes two to tango. Yeah. And so then, you know, texted, went on a date the next night. Fun. I love it. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. On both sides. Thank you for your, you know, ferocious applause. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What you're saying is that like it requires an effort on both parts you go, you put yourself out there. IRL summer is just. And also, if you're going out alone and you didn't meet someone, that's not a loss. You know, you, right. didn't, you didn't fail at the task, you know, like, yeah, it's not going to happen sometimes. 
I go out a lot uh, on my Just own. Just like in any scenario. In any yeah. scenario. You well, go out with friends and it's not going, you know what I mean? Totally. And some nights are good, some nights are bad. This is the problem with the dating apps ver- when you compare them in, you know, one-to-one to being out at a bar alone. Dating apps, you're going to get four matches in a night that you spend swiping. Those four matches are going to feel pretty good. Right. You might not get anything on a night out on your own. And it's going to feel, you're going to But go, when you do, but it when feels you do, a lot better. I think it, yeah. the feeling is better than the, the four put together. Totally. You know, yeah. and, and I think both parties, we went on the date and we both even that's said also, we were more excited to meet each other right. considering the meeting. Yeah. I mean, that's also why, you, you know what I mean? If it's less likely, you're less likely to get a match, but the match is better. That's why you do it. It's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's a more, um, it's like eating... A hundred, I mean, I, I don't mean to bring Diet Starts Tomorrow into this podcast, but it's like a hundred calories of an apple do not equal a hundred calories of chips. Yeah. You know, as far as being full. Four matches on a dating app do not match one meeting in real life and exchanging a number in person. Totally. And I mean, that's the thing. It's it's summer. There's things to do. You can be at, even if there's not things to do, you can go out on your own. I think it's the perfect time. To, a martini yeah. on a Monday. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> that's what Who I kept am? saying. That's a, that's very that funny. was my old guy thing that I kept I sp- saying. I looked over my phone and I said, "Who? what are we doing? Just a couple of crazy kids. Yeah, I had my arm around it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we did, we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes because yeah. we were on the West coast and by the way, we're coming to Austin, uh, next week. We'll be there on Wednesday. Austin um, next week. We want to thank everyone in San Francisco and LA. The shows were a blast. Everyone that came out so much fun. The messages you guys sent were so nice and it was just a great time all around. It was, it was really a great time. Austin, Austin, Austin. We're coming next week. Get those tickies. Assemble the group chat. The, the, the best compliment in the world is. How many people said, I brought friends, they couldn't believe how much fun they had. That's the, be- that's that's the, the thing best. you want to hear. And then we're also going to be in Chicago at the end of the month. I'm not sure if there's any tickets left. There might be like two. I'm not sure. Two tickets. Potentially <laughs> two tickets. <laughs> two tickets. Get them while they're hot. And then New York will be back August 10th. Yes. And we're really excited to see you there. And I know, again, because we pre-recorded, I did see some emails in the thing, you know, wanting us to talk. At this point, it's been a few weeks in the row. Yeah. The Roe versus Wade Supreme Court overturning that thing. And I did want to mention it briefly. And I do, you know, one thing we do love about this podcast and people do love about it is that it is a place where you cannot think about the the heavy, intense things of the world. Put your brain on the shelf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think, it, you know, this is a this is a dating and relationship podcast and this is a dating and relationship adjacent topic. Of course. So I did want to touch on it briefly. I'm going to talk about it a bit more in the subscription episode that will be out on July 18th, so a few weeks from now, it'll just be, but it's going to be a while since mm-hmm. that this came out, so I don't want it to seem really late or out of nowhere, but... But some people yeah. appreciate letting the dust settle and having, you know, your thoughts yeah. put together. You right. know, that, that's another thing. Uh, yeah. Sometimes and when the... Th- and you are a thoughtful person. I, w- I wouldn't think of you to make, come out and be like, you know, I I, right. I I would think that would make... That makes sense. No, and that, yeah, and that is my style, that my style is to... Um, is to think about things and process them and then speak on them. And that's true of anything that goes on in my personal life or in, you know, in the world or any, anything. I think that everyone's allowed to 
process and interpret and speak about things in a way that makes sense to them. I don't think there's one universal way that's right or wrong. Totally agree. I, I mean, you've even said on this podcast, the not speak, uh, speaking. Don't into- speak unless you can improve upon the silence. There yes, you go. I think that's a Gandhi quote, but you know, I'll take it. I'll get uh, I'll take Gandhi it. dash Jordana Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, it's like the, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take yeah. uh, Wayne Gretzky slash Michael Scott. Exactly. Like this, that's I'm taking over that quote. But yeah, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more on there. And I think we'll get your take. I think people are interested to hear. You haven't really seen a ton of of male takes on what happened. Obviously, I think it goes without saying that this is something that's really devastating and, and upsetting. And to me personally, if that wasn't obvious, you know, some people, are, they take your silence to mean something that, you know, you're cool with it or you I don't know. care or you're um, maybe you're you're against, you're happy that it happened, which is not the case for me. But again, I I don't like to just, speak to speak. So we're going to talk about that on the, um, it'll be out on July 18th on the subscription bonus episode. And if that's something you're interested in hearing about more, you can listen to that. And if you're a subscriber and if you're not, you can skip that one. You can skip that one. I, I listen, I, it was a sad day. You know, you go, I feel like we're moving backwards and I was listening to this podcast. I'll give it out. I like this podcast. It's, it's a reasonable podcast. It's not, I'm going to give it out right now. Plain English with Derek Thompson. He did a episode just about the end of Roe versus Wade changes everything. Just mm-hmm. like kind of go. He's an investigative reporter. So yeah. I, I like a reporter, you know. Right. Someone and whose job it is to look into all. To be smarter uh, than right, me. Right, yeah. You know, so. But he was, he basically gave the statistic 80% of people in America agree that people should have access to abortion yeah. in the first trimester. Yeah. And you go, 80% of people fucking agree. This is, that's the depressing part. Is that like right. you have eighty percent of people? How is this right? How is how is this not protected by eighty percent of people? You're not right, protecting eighty yeah. percent yeah. of people, and I just you know the the idea that someone can't have access to doing something that's right for themselves right. is sad. There's a lot of things. There are a lot of rules and and you know government things that it, hypothetically I'm for against, but this just still feels so much more real. It's much more yeah. you can see it. And um, again, I'll talk more about that on the subscription episode later this month. But um, I just wanted the audience to know that it's not something that we haven't thought about even if you haven't seen excessive posts about it or anything like that and it is something we're going to discuss further and the the goal of the show though generally speaking is to be able to take a break from those kinds of Of, really devastating things that of course and i think like our conversation about about this matches Mm -hmm. i don't think we've ever been different than this right now when it came to covid yeah, we were a measured, you know, a measured speaker about it. I, I and I think when people come at you, they go, "Why are you different on this than you were before?" I think we've been pretty consistent, you know, yeah. about uh, how we talk about serious issues on this show and also in our personal totally. accounts. Yeah, and we know. talk about them as they relate to the topic of the show. COVID totally. as it relates to dating. COVID as it relates, you know, the the the, the differences in opinion and the things around that. That the this obviously is a huge relation. Well, to and, and marriage you know, and dating and relationships and just sex. Um, can I give two plugs? Of course. The first one, I've been sharing this link. I think they're a great organization. The Bridget Alliance exists to help people access abortion care. They do everything in their power to meet the impending surge and need for those services. They help people get to an abortion. So it's a great place That's to great. donate yeah. to. That's a link that I've been sharing. And the link, the reason I've been sharing it is... My good friend Allison Leiby has a show right now about oh, right. abortion. Yeah. It's and really big. It's right. a wonderful show. I was at opening night. 
Um, it is at the Cherry Lane Theater. And, you know, what I love about the show, and again, this goes back to the conversation of like the extremes versus the normal. Her show is a lot about normalizing the conversation of abortion. I think that's amazing because there's so yeah. much, like I said, behind closed doors. I think so many people yes. know people have experienced it themselves, have experienced some sort of adjacent thing, have taken the morning after pill, have done, you know what I mean? I've had nights that I've had where I've prayed mm -hmm. to God that I wasn't pregnant and I know exactly what I would do if I was. Um, We've all prayed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just, uh, it's something that's so hidden and so secret and it shouldn't be because it's so common. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and the a, a huge point in her show was like, we always scream about this at the last possible second. When it's like, and it becomes scarier when you're not talking about it mm -hmm. in normal sense. Like, hey, this is an everyday thing. This is, you know, healthcare. Right. You know, this is, it's just, it, it's why, you know, I like the way we talk on this show. And it's why I like Allison's show. Yeah. Um, and if someone, I, if, see that. I think it's a great thing to support and be a part of. You go, you walk away feeling like you've had a normal fun night about abortion, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, if you want to get tickets, Oh God Show. That's O-H-G-O-D-S-H-O-W. OhGodShow.com. Allison Libby. It's at the Cherry Lane Theater, and it's actually going to be over August 26th. It's the final week, so it's a great show. And I went wonderful friend of the show, friend of mine for a long time. So Check I don't know. I, 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 mean, I don't know. I just feel like going to these events and... Yeah, you know, seeing the Bridget Alliance and being a part of what they're doing, and these exactly, are all good and supporting things in in whatever way feels really comfortable and good, and like it makes sense for you. Yeah, did it get hotter in here? It did. <laughs> Actually, I think it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, more on that in a later episode subscription again later this month. We haven't recorded it yet, but I have a lot to say. Okay, so. Guys, again, if you're coming to one of our shows, going back to lighter moments, and you want a dating app makeover, or you have text that you want us to reveal, or you want to be set up, email uup at betches.com and write in the subject line what show you're coming to. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows should we get into our first let's get email? in the email yeah. i mean couldn't be more opposite than our conversation <laughs> that we just had That's um I, we're back in the fun zone or maybe not i don't know um the hot crazy scale yes I've heard little tidbits about this, I feel like, over the years. How I Met Your Mother, Barney. 
Yes. This rings a Barney bell for me. I used to love How I Met Your Mother, fell out of the show, but he, that was kind of the. Um, I never it, really got into it for no? some reason. No. I thought it was. I don't good, know why. It was, I thought it was a very good, like, next version of Friends. Okay. Like, it, it very much had the, we hang in a bar, talk about our dating and relationship lives. Right. Just trying to make it in this crazy mixed up world while living in a city. They had more of the element of like, you know, friends moving away and the dating mm -hmm. stuff. They had a lot of dating theories that yeah. worked out. You know, there's a point where I was like, let me see the fucking mother already. You know, like there was. Yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe it was because like none of the a the actors I felt personally had like the star power of the friends cast. Where mm. I was like, this just feels like there was something, you know, what I mean, there's something magical about a cast that's really well put together yes. and that just interacts and not that they were bad. I just think that there's like something a little bit different or elevated about a friends cast or a Seinfeld cast, or even like the office cast that just feels like a level that's a little different than, than some of the other ones. And, and, be, and people might disagree with me, you'd be proven right based on the post show kind of what happened, you know, right. You know, they all have Fanaticism. careers and they're all doing fine. I mean, but Jason Siegel, the guy, you know, the, the one guy that stood out was Neil Patrick Harris. I right. mean, like, he's a star. Yeah. But even, you know, like, I, that's why people kind of watched after a while. They were like, I want to, you know, the Barney character. Yeah. But I would agree with you. Like, you look at Friends, how many of the, you know, like, you and know. Just the way that they interacted with each other, I feel yeah. like, was just like, kind of, it just felt so, nat I don't know. It felt like a completely different, like, felt like you were thing. part of the gang. Yeah. Or, so, you know what I mean? Like, Seinfeld, <laughs> too. Like, you're just kind of like, I get, yeah. I feel like I'm in and I get it. And the other ones, I just kind of felt like you could replace a character or two and it wouldn't be with a different actor. We wouldn't, wouldn't miss be, a beat. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be that weird. But yeah, why, why don't we listen to the clip from um, the episode talking about this phenomenon and then we'll finish the email. But I'll, you know, I'll read the first part of the email before that. Hey, J&J, &J, I have a question for you inspired by your Sunday special on being chill slash too chill and a theory I recently saw resurrected on a post. The hot slash crazy graph was first proposed, at least to my knowledge, by Barney on the sitcom How I Met Your Mother. I'll attach a video to jog your memory if you haven't already seen it, but Barney essentially describes male attraction to crazy women as a linear relationship with their hotness and a positive correlation. So we'll leave the YouTube link below, but we can also, we'll play the, the sound. So she's hot. Oh, she's gorgeous. Then she's crazy. No, she's not. There's no way she is above the line on the hot crazy scale. She's not even on the hot crazy scale. She's just hot. Wait, hot crazy scale? Let me illustrate. A girl is allowed to be crazy as long as she is equally hot. Thus, if she's this crazy, she has to be this hot. If she's this crazy, she has to be this hot. You want the girl to be above this line also known as the Vicky Mendoza Diagonal. This girl I dated, she played jump rope with that line. She'd shave her head, then lose 10 pounds. She'd stab me with a fork, then get a boob job. I should give her a call. Okay. I feel like this wouldn't fly today. Like I, I, that's, show. Well, that's what I was yeah. thinking the whole time. I was like, wow, this, it's almost unrelatable. The way he's talking about totally, like I mean, he says confidently, he, like you know, you got a crazy chick. Like right. it just sounds, she throws a fork at you, but then she loses ten pounds, so it's okay. Like, yeah, you would not be able to say that. Yeah, I, I didn't even buy it. Yeah, you know, like because it was like I, I don't know even know who I hang out with that would be that way now. But I also I'm older, so like you know, right. this feels like when it came out, I feel like youngish, maybe more of a socially acceptable point of view. Yeah, my first thought was like you could replace crazy with bad personality. Mm -hmm. Right. And it works for either gender. In my Go mind. Go on with that. 
Like I think that's kind of like you know what? How many? How many stupid? Right. You'll deal with bad personality to get hot. How many stupid memes have you seen? Like, do I like him or is he just six three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) That are all like the same joke, but it's kind of like sort of around the same thing. It's like, is their physical attractiveness make up for certain like personality flaws or vice versa, or or is their personality so good that I don't care about? Well, hold on. The whole thing going on right now. There are ten, but yeah, there are ten, but they. Someone sent me. They don't have TSA pre. <laughs> okay. The horror. The yes. horror. Yeah. So they're they're a ten. That's uh, that's looks combined with personality. Yeah. So you're saying they're a ten, but here's this personality flaw. I mean, that's red flag deal breaker. I'm not going to say it was stolen, but it's been a it's a rebranded yes. version of red flag deal breaker. Essentially, they're perfect in every way, but this one thing happens. Right. Do you deal with it? Do you look above it? I would actually say that this exists for women more than men in a different way. The whole time I heard this, I'm like, this same graph that Barney's describing exists for guy who checks boxes, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, versus how bad of a boyfriend they are. Tax bracket versus uh, well, versus not even tax bracket. You know, if they if if you yeah social ineptitude social uh, doesn't text me back doesn't yeah. you know if you look on the scale like tax brackets passion for their job future job prospects mm-hmm. um good with my family um dresses okay you know like it, yeah. as, as for, it didn't have it wasn't it's I don't think it's crazy hot for women I think it's more like. I see potential. Yeah. Can I change him? Can I, can I, could he be? Wasn't that what men think too when you think of crazy? Like, could I change Um, them? I think the, I I hate the the word crazy for this. is the crazy kind of hot sometimes? The adventure. I think I would say, I even see it like, you know, listen, guys like, I mean, the the end of her email, she writes something about the referencing that I say, like women have to think of being murdered. Right. Well, I, I mean, I've said that too. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I'll finish the email. I said, I think a lot of women fear their confidence or choices will come off as crazy, which I think is bullshit. But then there are other people, men slash nine binary slash women alike, who are honestly just not that bona fide cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs crazy. Is this a case of personal preference? Does it relate to confidence? Do men seem to be attracted to women who are a little out there? Do women have the same thing? As a woman, I don't personally apply this hot slash crazy scale, and I can't say what I that I have really seen among other women in my life. So I also think Jared's dad-like warning, which is refreshing, amusing, but also sadly realistic, that women have to worry about potentially being murdered by male suitors is another factor why we don't necessarily think like this. Curious to know your thoughts. It was kind of on that note that I kept thinking about like older men do still like the the craziness of a night. Maybe not as many, mm-hmm. but like it seems like there's this march towards hanging out in suburbia on your couch for a lot of women that yeah. men in relationships go, I remember those good old days. You know, the married men that talk to me, they go, oh man, uh, to be single for one night. You know, like right. it doesn't seem like you hear that a lot from the female side of like, oh man, I wish I was getting sent that dick pic, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. So I, as far as like, do you men like a person that is more wild, you know, right. that then I think, yeah, there's an attraction to that a little bit because it's like, you know, 
look at this person that could take me on a journey of I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, I think a lot of times right. men are put in the position of like, make the plan. What do you know? What do you want to do in the bedroom? What do you you know? And then to have someone that's like, fucking, let's get crazy. I, I'm gonna and, and even in this description with uh, how I met your mother, she's whispering in his ear of, I uh, if you yeah. do this, we'll go do this back at the bedroom. Right. You know. Well, I also think that's because men are often thinking a lot more short term. Yeah. So maybe they're they're into or more okay with that because they're like, yeah, there's this crazy person, be great. You know, great fling. Whereas women, I think, are a lot more thinking about the future and the long term, and they're kind of like, eh, I don't know that this isn't someone that I that could be that could be a husband or a father mm -hmm. of my child. I think <laughs> women are thinking that a lot sooner than than men being like, oh, is this woman who threw a fork at me going to make the best mom? I don't think you're thinking that at the bar when you meet someone who seems. The, but really that's exactly intense. my point of the, yeah. in, the 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 female version of this is they could be a good dad, mm -hmm. so I'm cool with them not making a plan. Right. You know, oh, they keep texting and don't make a plan, but they seem like a good candidate. Yeah. You know, like that's no, the, it's like the opposite. Yeah. That's the opposite, yeah. but it does feel like sometimes that's the female version of this graph. Yeah. And the male version of this graph is like, oh, shit. She she just told me she you know wants to fuck me in the bathroom. Yeah, I guess we'll fucking see what happens tonight. You know, right. like is this gonna be? Why not tonight? And then we'll we'll worry about later later. Yeah, you know. So I I think there's truth to this, but I don't think it's. I think where it gets down it's for the road, different reasons. It's different yeah. reasons. It's also, like just the word crazy. Like I don't think someone's crazy for wanting to fuck you in the bathroom. Right. You know, like um or, you know, I think a lot of men will give extra opportunity to someone that you know, we'll fuck them in the bathroom that they're attracted to that also, you know, they don't see a future with. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think you're that's, saying, yeah. yeah. That's to me the big difference, but I agree. It's almost like if you replace crazy with like socially inept, I think that could, that so, might get you further and you maybe replace hot with like, I get, like you said, good on paper or, you know, good, good to be a good provider that might change things too. Yeah. Good on paper. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> this is where the, the things align. Good, good on, on paper is different. <laughs> yeah, well, good on paper is good to different people. Good yeah. on paper, you know, to a lot of guys, like, we'll fuck you in the bathroom in the middle of the dinner. <laughs> you know, it's good on, on paper pa to what what is on paper? It's on your stat. <laughs> tell me, paper, tell me about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know. She's great. We were at a restaurant. She was like, the appetizer here, eat yeah. your calamari, then I'm going to blow you. You know, like I, but I'm saying good on paper. This graph could be good on paper. Right. With combined with what you'll deal with. Yeah. And good on paper is different to everybody. Yeah. I do think there's a thing maybe among men towards women who are like attractive and single for maybe a little longer of like, mm. is she crazy? Like, I do think that's something maybe in the back of some people's heads. If you're meeting an older woman, I don't know, older, older oh, is subjective, older is subjective. But <laughs> yeah. like, I do think there's a sense of like, oh, this woman's like, beautiful like what does she is there something is she a little crazy maybe i guess i my as someone i'm not gonna sound great but you go i, I think the more appropriate way to say it, and i've said this on you know this show is how'd you get here <laughs> like, just that's a euphemism that. yeah well right, it's yeah. A, it could be taken are you crazy or it could be taken yeah. give me the give me the story right. everyone has a story yeah. like well, I'm, I'm a, a lunatic <laughs> And well, then, I will call you 15 times if you don't answer. <laughs> I, I mean, I had someone, you know, someone asked me, how do you get tickets to the Comedy Cellar? I go, there's a 30-minute standby line that they do before every show if it shows is sold out. 
That's my tip to right. everyone here. Google it. Sorry. You know, you know, <laughs> says, sh- that, says it on the website. Says it on the website. But listen. <laughs> sure. There's my secret tip. I, I've never met someone who had an issue with the 30 minutes thing. Right. You either get in or you don't. I I, I don't know. And then someone asked me, how I go, stand by line 30 minutes. I'm not going to spend my night, you know, working on putting this whole thing together for you. There's only so much. Right. You know, I have people email me, hey, or they message me on Instagram. What's the email for the show? UUP at Betches.com. I say it right. all the time. It's, in, it's the, in the description. It's in the Instagram bio. It's not hard to find. Yeah. And then this. What's it, the best place I, to get lunch in Times Square? Oh. <laughs> This is a great place. They invented the garden. Okay. They have tons of olives. Amazing. Breadsticks. My favorite little spot. My favorite. Tell them Jared sent you. So (laughs) I, no, but I've I've said to people, and then I have people that come back to me, they go, the line didn't work out. I don't know what happened. They don't tell you what to do. And I'm like, everyone else doesn't have an issue. Right. <laughs> you know, so, and I'm like, I'm not saying you're crazy, but I'm hearing your story. And now the story's coming out and you're going, they were, it was everyone but me. Mm-hmm. Then I go, okay. Get there so, earlier. Something's off. Right. Same thing with your story of how you got here. Maybe something was off and you've come to terms with it. But if you come on the, if, again, if you're, I guess if you're like, if I'm on a date with someone who's in their 40s, 30s, whatever, and they go, everyone's an asshole but me. Right, then you're the asshole. Then yeah. something is off. So that, But again, that's why it's more appropriate to go, how'd you get here? Right, right. so <laughs> you if you know? hear that, it means someone wants to know how crazy are you? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, there's an element of that. <laughs> also, fair. I want to know, I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I had someone on a date once. I mean, that's, go, that's what you get. You walk into any therapist's office. What, what brings you here? Also, <laughs> that's I'm not that's saying one I'm of the therapist. first question you're gonna. No, I'm just saying like that's if you're you know, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's actually an interested question. It yeah. is a thoughtful question, and that's not saying I shouldn't be asked the same question. Sure, you should be saying, "How'd you fucking get here?" And here's my story. Right. Maybe you're gonna think I'm crazy for it. Maybe you might. Yeah. All right. Then just we're not the match. Trying to find two people who are crazy in the right way for each other or have ex- have have learned from the things they've done in the past learn it listen we all don't like who we were 10 years ago <laughs> uh, totally no one's looking back 10 years ago going man i was fucking crushing right. it yeah or like i want to be exactly the same no. as i was then that would be sad too sad yeah are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K, 
U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? do it. We've got a voicemail ready to listen. Also, guys, I'm currently wearing the You Up tank top. It's beach season, beach by noon. This tank top just says I love You it. Up podcast. I've been wearing it all over the city. It's super comfy. It looks great. Soft, wonderful. I, exactly. I want to mail one. Mail tank? Yeah, I got to show off the guns. Guys, we got to get, 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 out, guns get it on it. Jared needs a beach tee. In the summertime <laughs> when the weather is good. Represented uh, beach by noon. If you put up right. a picture with this shirt, beach by noon, Hit you'll get up. a repost. Um, also, if you're listening, I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island all weekend long. Love Providence. Love going to Providence. Also coming to Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going to be in Chicago. Then we're in New York. Dayton, Ohio. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Going to be at the Coney Island Amphitheater. The Chosen Comedy Festival. Bunch of Jews performing. Irvine, California. Washington, D.C. And then this is a little bit ahead of time. These have just been released. Ooh. That's right. Early access. Early access. If you're listening right now, Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm making my Detroit... Stand-up debut, Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, uh, Brookfield, Wisconsin, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for tickets. Let's hear that awkward sex. Let's hear it. Hi, J&J. My name is Annie, and I've got a little awkward sex for you. This was early March of 2020, and the guy that I was newly dating came over to take a nap in the middle of the day. Now, my landlord had texted me the day before asking if she could show my apartment and if I would, like, be home for it. But she said she would call me, like, in 30 minutes before to let me know when they were coming. So, guy comes over. We're napping, which then turned into sex. And... My my phone had been ringing, but I wasn't paying attention to it for obvious reasons. And my landlord walks in, and I was like, did you hear my door open? And he goes, no, it's fine. And the guy goes, no, it's fine. No, you're good. Something like that. And in, in walks my landlord into the bedroom, and all I hear is, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We'll come back later. And my first thought was, thank God I'm not on top, because it was, his bare ass that was seen and not mine. So we clean up, do the thing. I go open my door and standing there with my landlord is an relatively old couple. I would say like 70, 75. And the woman looks, the old woman looks at me and goes, nice job, honey. And I just smiled and like welcomed them into my apartment and then promptly walked outside to lead them to tour it. Because I had no idea what else to do. Wow. Thanks. I, it felt like she was like in between things while telling the story. She's doing the dishes and she's like, let me recap this. Um, I have to say, this one seems like it's on her. Oh, re- well, yeah. I, why- say, I, I mean, if I, if I had a landlord and they were like, I'm going to come show the apartment mm. today. And I said, yes, I probably wouldn't have. I'd, if the guy wanted to come over and nap, I'd be like, today's not a great day. Also, I if, when they come in, I go, oh, we'll get up right now. I'm not going to like, let us finish. <laughs> like, that's a big part of this. This is that she's like, and so we finished up, cleaned up. Yeah. You know, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It was, now you're done. Hold <laughs> on, I'm not done sucking his balls. Right. Like, yeah. 
Like she was, was warned. She was warned that this was gonna. Ha- I mean, like, to, yeah. to me, uh, you know, if I were the landlord, I'd be like, you, you said I could come over today, right? Like, we discussed this, and also <laughs> let's get dressed, get out of here, yeah. you know, put on, you know, fuck this, you know, you'll fuck later. Yeah. I also, I, I just love that <laughs> this woman is like the nosy neighbor from a sitcom. Like, good job, honey. Good job, honey. <laughs> Hey, good for you, Tuts. I used to get off back in my day. The old woman, she's got bigger, a 70-year-old renter? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's worried about this woman fucking? I love it. Yeah, what are you judging for? You're the one renting. Who are you looking at this apartment? A kid lives here. Who needs to grow up here? Yeah. (laughs) I I think I'm going to go based on the way I'm going through life rather than the way you're going through life. I know that's very judgmental, but like she came in with the judgment. Yeah. Maybe she meant it. Good for you, honey. Maybe she meant it in a pump up way. Good for you. Oh, like that? Maybe. It really depends on the tone. I'm saying nothing. (laughs) (laughs) If I I see someone freshly fucking... You know, they got the post the other way. glow. Yeah, looking I'm just looking down. at plates and shit. Yeah. I'm looking at cabinets. Right. Uh, let me see the shower. How's it, the air how's conditioner the, uh, in here? How's the shower pressure? How's yeah. I'm asking weird questions. I'm like looking the other way. That's fair. I yeah. Would, yeah, I'm into that. I, I like do. that the boyfriend yeah. gets no, no blood. Just a, he just a goes back to napping. For a nap. <laughs> he came, came over to nap in the middle of the day. Does he have a home? <laughs> what is wrong with him? <laughs> hey, babe. And he's not even her boyfriend? Yeah, they're just come over and up. take a nap. I can't imagine what scenario I would be in where I'm like hooking up with someone. I'm like, hey, so I'm in the neighborhood. Can I get a few winks at your place? Like, what? Yeah, agreed. What'd you call this? Um, real sex date. I have. And I like s- real sex date. Like yeah, a state. Um, and then my <laughs> like Maddie's, <laughs> which was the open house. The open house is good. That was good. Room with a view was good too. You have? Real sex date. I didn't have much. I was like, I was so caught up on the na- <laughs> on the on the woman looking at the apartment. Five's company. <laughs> yeah, I like that. The real turn two people game. Yeah. Yeah, I I. You're still caught up on the on the seven year old renters. <sighs> I'm just that, sitting here like that's the awkward part for you. That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking in an apartment as a young woman. Sorry. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little 
baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Should we do another email? Let's do another email. Am I wrong for being turned off by a guy in therapy? Let's see. Okay. J&J, I have a strong thoughts on this, but feel like I'm in the minority, so I'd love to get your take. I'm sure you've seen how over the past year or so, there's been an increase in Instagram and TikTok dating content that references the importance of a potential partner, particularly men, being in therapy. I've seen everything from videos of girls saying, if he's not into therapy, then I'm not going out with him to videos of girls jokingly whispering stuff about therapy into their new partner's phone in hopes that it's listening and will start curating his social media ads to promote online therapy. Have you seen that? That's very funny. I've seen versions of I've seen of versions those, of it too. It's like wedding, wedding ring. ring. Yeah. yeah. But the therapy one's funny. It is funny that a man could never do that joke. About for a woman? If I'm whispering into a phone of a woman. This I would is, think that was funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Bart, I would think the idea of Mike doing that seems pretty accurate. <laughs> I already say I'm already in therapy. But I, okay, so maybe I'm wrong. I'm screaming I, at him for no reason. I could totally. Yeah, know. I guess they would have to show you screaming at him for no reason. Yeah. And then I'm going. Sometimes he's like, why don't you, you know, if I'm yelling at him for something crazy, he's like, what do you, what do your therapist think about that? <laughs> I'm sure that calms things down. Wait, wait, it diffuse the situation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy, but I actually find it to be a turnoff if a guy is in therapy. Just to clarify, I am not anti-therapy. I think therapy is a great thing. And I Unless myself, you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're trying to fuck. <laughs> get that. <laughs> get, get that. I just can't imagine. We get the emails like this a lot. It's like, Where it's like, it's like for me. It's like, not for I me, you think know. it's great if you're a bit, I'm yeah. not trying to fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get that introspective dick out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually find it to be a turnoff if a guy's in therapy. Just to clarify, I am not anti-therapy. I think therapy is a great thing. And I myself have gone to therapy during a couple points in my life. However, I think there's been a major cultural shift towards promoting the idea that we need to be in therapy all the time and constantly working on ourselves in order to be emotionally stable and mature. But most credible therapists say that therapy shouldn't be a permanent thing unless you have a major mental illness. And the goal is for patients to ultimately graduate from therapy. All this being said, I've had a couple of guys lately who during the early stages of us chatting and seeing each other have mentioned and openly talked about being in therapy. I'm not sure if this is because of the social media messaging that women see it as a positive thing romantically for guys to be in therapy or maybe these guys genuinely are trying to be vulnerable and connect but I experience it as a major turnoff every time the couple friends I've mentioned this to have said I'm being too picky or that I'm trying to find something wrong with these guys I'll admit 
that I have a history of being an avoidant dater, which is in fact something I've gone to therapy to work on in the past. (laughs) All comes full circle. But I genuinely don't think that's what I'm doing here. Ultimately, if a guy is in therapy, then I assume he's working on himself and getting through something, which is a sign to me that he's probably not ready to work on building a relationship if he's got other things to focus on. Maybe that's unfair and presumptuous of me, but it's how I feel. And it's the polar opposite of the guys better be in therapy social media phenomenon. I'm interested in hearing y'all's thoughts. Signed, am I the asshole for not wanting to get involved with a guy in therapy? What do you think? Yeah, I think she's being a little judgmental. I think it dep- I think a lot of it depends on how it's how it's presented and mm-hmm. how it's done. But I think the idea of being turned off by someone trying to improve themselves is like a little messed up. I think to me, she's like, oh, like there's something you're like saying. It's I think the, I think she's actually turned off by the vulnerability because she says that she's avoidant. So to me, that's like a little bit of a sign of that if they're saying it as a way to be like, oh, like. Isn't this hot? I don't mm-hmm. think most men are going to therapy so they can talk about it on a date. Personally. I think they say it. I, I do buy that men are saying it more openly to make women like them more. Do you think they're going to therapy so that they I can tell they, women that they're going to therapy and that's why? I don't even believe they're going. Either lying. I, 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 that's a whole different... I, think, I mean... Well, I, I, I mean I think they're. Go- I don't think they're going with the intention of lying, but I think they're going and then realizing that's a good plot point to bring up on a date because look at all this social media stuff I see that makes me a more fuckable contestant. Okay. I, 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 I'm not saying it's, I mean, I... So is having your own apartment. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Agreed. And, you know, some people are 70-year-old renters. <laughs> you know, so, so you got to take what you got. You got to play with the, the hand you're dealt. I, there are elements. I agree with you. I have, two, I have a question. Of you. Sure. Is it true about the therapy being a limited time thing? I think it can, I think there's I don't I think that there's multiple I don't think there's most therapists have the same I think every ther- therapist would say whatever works best for the patient I don't think there's like the thing about therapy that she's trying to make it like there's a rule that you sure. only see people for a little and then they go away and you don't need to constantly be in therapy I think it depends what works for the individual person I don't think there's like most therapists aren't going to be like you're done here get out I think yeah. it's more like as long as the person graduation feels, cap here's your diploma feels like whatever they're doing <laughs> is helping them do you know what yeah. I mean um, so I don't think and I don't think it's her to, for her to judge how long someone's in or out of therapy for if they well, feel like they need it that's where the presumptuous comes in where yeah. she's basically saying if you're in therapy you're not ready to date they, I mean plus if anyone right. said that to someone like if I said that to a woman I would I would feel like an asshole for saying that I would I would like the idea that like oh therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> put on like a, a straight jacket on her and be like hey, right. get out of here you're not ready for a man I, mean, I, I think that's to, a presumptuous to thing say, to say that is to say oh you have to be perfect before you can be ready to date you shouldn't be working on any aspect of your life you shouldn't be working on getting a better new job you shouldn't be working on changing you know apartments or cities or anywhere like is that her bar you have to be completely content in every single aspect of your life and not introspective or trying to improve yourself in any way totally agree i mean the the i i I think of therapy like the gym you know there's times going to the gym or you're you're not ready to date because you don't have the body you want yet right (laughs) i that's the to me that's the most transferable metaphor for what she's saying because it's like that's just not true at all um where i do think there's elements of her email I understand mm-hmm. um, and well, I empathize with. It's the, I do think the, you better be in therapy thing is annoying. And it's, yeah. and, it, and it's like, and it's also become uh cliche and it's a, 
again, the internet has allowable things to say and unallowable things to say. We are censoring ourselves. This is one of those things that somehow has become an allowable thing to say, you better be, <laughs> you better be going to a doctor. Like you're telling someone what they better be doing right. with their I, personal. I, that I agree with. I don't think any, it's up to anyone to tell anyone else what they need to be doing or not need to be doing. Is it, I think that, that the, if you break it fully down, what it stems down to is there is a trend towards men being more vulnerable and more open with their yes. feelings. And I think that that's a good thing. And I think women are starting to appreciate that maybe more than they had in the past when they expected men to just kind of like mm -hmm. have no feelings, not cry, not work through any of their shit and just kind of like pretend like nothing affects them. So I do think that like, yeah. And if that, if the, if you have to go to therapy trend is, is indicative of anything positive, it's just like toward the idea that, that, we're now being more, it's now more socially acceptable sure. and even potentially even a good thing for a man to be like emotionally expressive. Yes, that is the most, um, that is the most rational way <laughs> to look at it. You're right, and you're right. I, I, I think where it becomes irrational is, and I could see, and I, what you said in the beginning is the way, I'd have to know the way it's being presented. Totally. If it, I could see a guy thinking, you know, that re repeating the meme is an attractive thing right. on a date. I could see a guy fucking that up and her going, ugh, you know, like, well, which could right. be, which she is as a right to do, you know, but I also, uh, you know, the, the presumption that because someone's in therapy, they can't date. I think that is completely yeah. wrong. And I also think like, again, if they're lying on the worst case scenario, like you said, they're not actually even going <laughs> like that's obviously a deal breaker in itself. But I do think having been to therapy and knowing that it is time consuming and expensive, the idea that you would do it just so that you could tell a woman no. on a date that you're doing it is I almost think it's a, almost like a better answer as part of the, you know, the, to bring it back to the first part of this episode. Are you crazy? How did you get here? Sure. Here's how, and here's I've what's been done. To therapy. Right. And I've, you know, there's some, in my past relationship, we had issues with this and I've actually like discovered this about myself and I've actually, you know, worked through a lot of that with a therapist and I feel really, I feel much better about it now than I, than I did at the time. Totally agree. I, I don't, and I don't believe that anyone plans to go to therapy to look better on a date. <laughs> I, it's I like do, a very long, it's expensive a long game. game. <laughs> I do think people connect the dots looking backwards. So they mm -hmm. go, how do I look like the most sexy candidate? Sure. You know, uh, how do I tell my story? Yeah. And, and I do think guys tell their story and know, oh, the therapy thing, people like that, throw that in there. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I got therapy on the list. You know, throw that in there. You see it with people, the way people talk about themselves, it, it, it is... An unbelievable stretch people do to make sure that they look like an interesting yeah. candidate. You know, I asked someone the other day, where are you from? Well, I was born in New York City. Where'd you grow up? What, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You were born, I go, are you from New York City? No, but I live, I grew up, I went to high school, I went to, you know, middle, I go, where'd you go to like, where'd you, what block did you grow up on? And they're like, oh, in the suburbs. And you go, what are we fucking saying here? Right. You just want to let me know. Well, I'm city-ish. Right. I'm not suburb loser. <laughs> I don't rent. You're right. <laughs> or I do rent because I live in the city. Yeah. Show me the mortgage. Yeah. You know, so, but I'm saying when people people do a lot of stretches to make sure. That that's fair. And I think if someone's story. the kind of person that's doing that, that's almost the bigger red flag than 
than going to therapy I don't think it's about going to therapy or about anything that's... I think ultimately it's a good thing, again, unless the person's clearly doing it. And you can kind of tell because like, you could just tell if someone's posturing or if there's, mm. uh, they're speaking to you in a vulnerable, authentic way. Um, but I think if, I, th- I do think it's a good sign if they have something that they're if they have something in the, I think it's the best sign when they tell you something unfavorable about their past. Yeah. And then they're showing that they're actively working on it. Do you know what I mean? It's like someone who tells you they have a lot of debt and we'll see what happens is to <laughs> me a lot less of a viable dating candidate yeah. than someone who's like. I have a lot of debt and I've worked with a financial advisor to figure out a plan. Yes. And you wouldn't be like, you're going to a financial advisor, <laughs> fucking loser. Like you clearly, you know what I mean? I just, <laughs> I love the thought of some guy being like, and I've been going to therapy. I've been working on myself. And then she's just across the table like, Ugh. fucking pussy. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the biggest fear of like right. back in, or at least back in the day when it was. There are still many men, I think, out there who do think of it like that, who think of it as I'm admitting there's something wrong with myself. And why would I, you know, I and I need so I need help to like get through mm-hmm. something. Why, you know, there's probably a lot of men with real issues that they could probably use a therapist for that have that exact fear of women like this who are like, Ugh. Oh, like, because there's, yeah. there's, you know, not everyone is the same. Not everyone is the TikTok therapy girl. Like, a lot of, there's still a lot of women who are like, I don't want a man who wants to like talk about his feelings. I want a man who acts like a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that maybe those people aren't a good match for each other. But I think this is kind of the fear I think of a man who does go to therapy. Of course, and and yeah, if they're I, doing it in a real in a real way, I really think she's actually so afraid. I mean, you mentioned this before the the avoidant thing that she mentioned. Yeah. I don't know what that even fucking means, but I it's, it just means that she's turned off by like a, a sentimental emotion. I think in connecting. this case, yeah, she's, yeah, she wants to run when she's, someone gets too close. Well, I think she also it seems like she thinks that this is a maneuver, right? You know that she's being yeah fucking tricked. Well, Sounds like it's someone like, should go back to therapy <laughs> to discuss this uh, with guy. Man, like it does sound like she's like all of a sudden he's mentioning his therapist, and then thirty minutes later I'm blowing him. I don't even know how I ended up there. He mentioned therapy, and all of a sudden I'm fucking this dude. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Send in your uh, red flag deal breakers to UUP at Betches.com. Today's red flag deal breaker is brought to you by Faux Pas. Just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail that's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink so you can bring it wherever your group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging so they look good and taste even better. And of course... They're best served cold like a K-Text. I, man, I've been drinking a lot of faux pas. They're so good. I actually want to take some with me. I'm going to the beach for the 4th this weekend. We're taping prior to the 4th. I'm going to take Grab a bunch. Grab some in the office. I got to take a whole, I'm going to be walking out 
Beach by noon. Beach by with noon. With the faux pas. What beach are you? I'm not, you're not going to. You're, you're going to be gone I'll by the I'll be gone. All the, the, the paparazzi listening yeah. to this, they won't be there. Yeah. I'm going to Connecticut. Oh, that's fun. To a friend of mine's uh, place. Uh, they got two little babies. And I got my buddies. We're going to drive up there. I, I get That's out of so that. Fun. I I miss out on Connecticut. a lot. Of, right, the and they're they're near the beach, and I I sounds I get left out of a lot of this. You know, you're on the road. Fr- fr- I'm on the road. Yeah. So all this friend stuff that I you know, I, I I'm I I hope they're okay. That I kind of. F- fall in and out but i um i'm sure they are yeah i'm, I'm sure yeah. they are i mean but uh, i don't know if the kids will, will, will they better fucking you. have uncle jared ready to go Beach they better by know noon, those kids. <laughs> uncle jade they better be calling me uncle j train i i want my you know my you know i want to be recognized yes but uh at the beach town with the kids you gotta do some sandcastle yep. shit if you want to make a mark on on the kids well, i gotta bring toys yeah. what do i gotta i gotta get them something i don't know what do kids do these days how old what are, are they, they like uh books so the, at the beach? Yeah, kids love books at the beach. Here's a 70-chapter book, baby. You get a little uh, bucket of sand. I'll get them a truck or something. Yeah. Yeah. Get a, the toys haven't changed since 1950. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Well, I'm going to really embarrass my friends because I'm going with my friends in their car, and I'll show up with a big bag of toys like I'm Santa Jared. Oh, yeah. And, and then- I'll say, these are from me. I find that's- Not them. I find that's the best way, if you're not good with kids, to like just- We'll Toy them up. Wait, yeah, you just buy buy the affection, buy and then they up. look and then they look forward to you coming. They don't even know why. Listen, who are they going to remember? My friend who made a couple of fun jokes, or Jared? Yeah, the fucking gift giver. Yeah, they're going to remember you. I love that. I got to okay. go to the toy store. Well, let's play some games. Uh, let's play some games. Hi, J&J. I have a red flag or two breaker for you guys. I was on a date this weekend. I offered him a ride home because he had walked. But I realized this was a horrible idea because my car is disgusting. I explained to him and he said he was sure it was fine until he saw it. It was so bad. He asked to sit on a bag. <laughs> there was That's dr- bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Give me that trash have- to not sit on your car. <laughs> Tra- on your trash. <laughs> Do you have any cleaner trash that I could sit on to avoid sitting on your trash? That's harder's. Yeah. I sit on my trash. <laughs> It was so bad. He asked us to sit on a bag. There was dried up salsa on the seat because recently I was drunk and spilled salsa and my dumb ass was like, whatever, it will get taken care of next time I get a detail. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> dried salsa Someone is- needs dis- to get her life together. Because it's molding. It's in the heat. It's summertime. Okay? This ain't- It's not if so, freezing. If you have a spill and you're an adult, you need to clean it pretty wait, immediately. Wait till I get a detailed. How about get How a fucking napkin- <laughs> And wipe it off now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Wait till you get a detail. Yeah, that's disgusting. Guess who just scheduled a detailing appointment? I guess you. <laughs> I explained that to him, but I don't think it made me look any better. It wouldn't to me. <laughs> I was very apologetic and embarrassed, so hopefully that helped. So red flag or deal breaker, their car is disgusting. Attached as a picture. It was so much worse, IRL. There are two weekender bags beneath the piles, so he might think I'm homeless at this point. In my defense, it is a convertible, so there's no trunk space, so putting shit in the back seat is inevitable. How about putting shit in your home? <laughs> to make matters worse, I am one of those people whose car is their baby, and I totally obsessed over my car on our dates, which probably... Probably is a red flag to begin with. If- it, it, no, it's a huge red flag that 
you obsess about something that is Disgu- fucking that you don't disgusting. take care of at yeah. all. If my car is my baby, then I am a child abuser. Yeah, that's the problem. At least she's self-aware. Yeah, oh, and even worse is. is that the bag he sat on had a pair of used period underwear on it. I changed my clothes. And <laughs> there my, was salsa oh, in the yeah. underwear too. He couldn't, couldn't tell what the re- which red was which. <laughs> I change my clothes a lot in my car, which is why I have. Cl- why do you change your clothes a lot in your in your convertible? Which is why I have clothes scattered all around. But I wasn't going to have period underwear out in the open, so it was in a bag, <laughs> like a classy oh, person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was the bag that he asked to sit on, so he sat on my period blood to avoid sitting on salsa. He doesn't know this though, and I don't think I plan on telling him. I like him so far, so hoping it's not a deal breaker. Fingers crossed. Emoji signed. Stupid hobo. I think we have to post this picture. It's not, the picture is the not that podcast Instagram account, but the, that's the thing about the picture. It makes her look good, it's even though that, it's bad. It's still pretty bad, but it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. But we're definitely have to put it. To Here, put it here's the major issue, because I'm looking at the picture. The, the ident- unidentified fluids. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she had salsa. I listen. If it was a if the the car upholstery was like a, a cloth. I would understand that like, oh, I need to get the car detailed to get the sauce off. These are leather seats. All she had to do was take a hot cloth and wipe it. It, it, it easily salsa comes off of this. It's not the baby? felt seat. This is a deal breaker. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I, okay, I do sympathize with her. I'm kind of a mess, mm. right? And when I lived with a roommate, Back in the day, mm-hmm. we had a really disgusting apartment. There was mm-hmm. shit everywhere. We like barely got it. It was really gross. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't I have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and no, sometimes I would have guys back and I could tell that they like thought it was kind of gross. And it was. Yeah. And but it was kind of like because I had this roommate and we were both kind of messy. Like I could I couldn't do it without. You know what I mean? Like we would have mm-hmm. had to both have been like, we got to two people making a right. life change. Yeah, that's. It was like too much for us. Yeah. So I just kind of held it as a wash. And then eventually I'm, we moved into like into our own apartments and uh, me- dating immediately got easier. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think I do think that's part of it. It's kind of like you don't have your shit together, which at the time I didn't. Do you know what I mean? It, and like I, it is I think the way that someone keeps their stuff is sort of a sign of how in control they are of their life to an extent. Now, it doesn't have fair. to be like spotless, but I think this like. If there's period blood on the seat, it's, it might it might scream someone not ready to be in a serious relationship. Yeah, I I, I as a fellow disgusting like yourself. Okay. Because <laughs> yes. I'm gross. Okay. I leave shit on the same-sies, floor. I'm yeah. samesies. Uh my car. I don't have a car, so I don't know what mine would look like. I would hope it wouldn't look like I was living in it. But that's how this person. <laughs> Two weekend arrests. Yeah, this is crazy. Salsa. The salsa is the most offensive part. Not the period blood? No, the period blood bothers me less than everything else because that actually makes sense. Like, oh, you changed in the car. It was in the bag. He didn't even see it. She's telling us she's actually being more honest than we even ask her to be. Okay. I it's And this is going to sound bad. This is going to sound old. But I'm like, I, if I'm disgusting and then I'm dating someone who is also disgusting, then we are going to be disgusting. Yeah. Two disgustings ain't a home. I want to protect- live in child protective services. I'm yeah. from, you know, my parents, my dad's disgusting too. 
My mom screams and yells all the time. Should... Shoes off! Take off your shoes! Oh no! What are you doing? Where are you going? There's dirt everywhere. Every five seconds. You need that, yeah. Someone has to do yeah. it, or no one does. They should put that in the genetic testing that you get before you start to have kids. It tells you if you're a carrier for anything. Yeah. Disgustingness should be in there. It should if be. If you're both carriers, you can't. No, you can't. Two disgustings <laughs> can't have it happen. Yeah. Well, because what you do, and this isn't fair, this doesn't sound right, but mm-hmm. I don't think of the person having their life together when I see a disgusting place as a man. Okay. I think of what would our home look like? Well, that's your life. And that's your life. And it's like, and you go, oh my God. And, and, I'm, not, and I'm not saying like the woman should take care of the home, I, but it sounds a lot like I'm saying that. Like, I mean, there's I'm- an element of like, you know, am I going to have the gross kids? Am I going to have the smelly kids? Am I going to have the the place? Am I going to be the home that people go, their yard's a mess all the time. I don't know what's going on there. Like it just, and again, this is my responsibility too, but I'm looking for someone that can, you know, offset and improve me as a person. Well, that's fair. I think it's okay to look for qualities that you don't have in in yourself. And I ain't fixing it. That's what they call it, a match. (laughs) It's not a twin. It's a match. You know, they compliment you in ways that you that you don't do that. I, I mean, I, I'm i sure Mike's a, a little more... Con- he's not a disgusting. I'm a disgusting. So, um, <laughs> you know, and then we'll, well do this. We'll do this thing. We'll I'll come home and he'll be like, I see the shoes. And I'll be like, it's <laughs> going away. Right? <laughs> well, he pushes. You can't... Yeah. You can't... Um, people are cruise ships, not speedboats. Mm-hmm. Like the shoes thing. He goes, I see the shoes. And you go, you'll move the shoes. Yeah. Like, but the shoes are going to be out for the rest of yeah, your life. Kind of, yeah. Right, that's just right, what it yeah. is. But you'll move them now because you got someone looking at you going, what the fuck is going on? Right. Well, like, I used to do like binge cleaning, which is like, mm-hmm. I'd let it get really dirty. I'm that way too. He's a clean as you, you know what I mean? Like clean as you go kind of person. But mm-hmm. I would, I prefer to do like, all right, like two times a week, I just clean everything that I've let get disgusting over the past few days. Whereas he's like, yeah. why don't we just not let it but that's disgusting. the thing in a relationship, you know that you have to be the most disgusting one. Yes. That's that, my role. That's your- I've, there's only room for one disgusting. <laughs> and it's me. Hey. I mean, my brother is going on a trip to Europe and he's um and it's funny to hear him talk about the planning process. He's kind of planning it. Right. And he was like, he's talking about his girlfriend that he's going with, and he's like, I'm the planner. Like he he's like, yeah. I, I guess that's my role now. Yeah, and I and I wouldn't think of my brother as a planner, but I'm like, oh, he'd, he'd do a good job of that. He's, a, you know, he's a pretty organized guy. That's great for him. And but he's not like. It's funny that he's like realizing this now. You know, you can't get in front. Have they not gone on trips before? They've gone on trips, but this is like a. This is like a, a, a bigger, a bigger right, yeah. event. It needs like more planning. Right? And you're going, you know, abroad, places, different languages. Yeah. So like, but he's like, I, and he kind of said to me, he's like. Yeah, I got to be doing this yeah. or it's not going to happen at all. Well, that's good. It's like that's like that's a match, though. Like, yeah. and, you know what I mean? I have the same the same frustration Mike's, Mike probably has with my disgustingness I have with his lack of planning. When we went on, I'm not sure if I told this or not. When we went on our honeymoon, mm. I had filled out so many questionnaires and and COVID things and visas and other shit before we got it. Probably did like two full days of like research and planning and making sure we got like the special qr code that they could scan and we get there and we just like we we go we get to cut the line because we have the qr code mm-hmm. over. and he's like wow this was so easy i'm like <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about this is so easy for you yeah <laughs> because you're lucky that you're with me 
Like, you know how much time? And like, he was like, oh, it's, you know, it's just a breeze to get to Sri Lanka. It is. <laughs> Why isn't everyone going? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, that's hilarious. And I'm also thinking right now, I'm like, wow, I'm disgusting and I'm not a planner. I would be Mike in that situation. I'd be, be like, wow, wow. Wow. Look at us. Where's the lounge? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Well, you'll we'll find your thing that you're 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 you know you'll provide the entertainment. I'm good at on the way. Yeah, I'm good at making a joke about someone as we pass them by. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Let's That's do another a very one. special skill. Couldn't, couldn't get through the trip without that. <laughs> I'm good at making the Uber driver laugh. <laughs> I can do that. Hi, this is happening to me right now, so I figured why not submit. Red flag or deal breaker? He updates his profile multiple times within the first five weeks of dating. For context, I don't expect him to not be on the apps yet. It's still super new and casual, but it's just generally weird to be the type of person who edits their profile weekly. I can't tell if I'm turned off or not. What do you think? Um, I think it would be a little. I think it'd be a little a bit of a turn off. I could agree with that. If even if she expected no, one, it's very obvious that they're out there dating, mm-hmm. which fine, they're allowed to be. And two, it's almost like someone who's constantly updating like their their like. Facebook profile picture or any mm. profile. You're kind of like, this is like something that you're like, you're an active, intense. It, there's nothing casual yeah. about the way you're using this. You're like really trying to <laughs> find someone else. It's a little different from a social media thing because you're literally like, maybe this gets me a hotter right. woman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, like, because yeah. you're, it's like fishing with different bait. Right. You know, you're it's like, like, you're very clearly trying very hard to find someone better than me. Yeah. And and I, I think it's also on this person writing in, it's still super new and casual, but it's generally weird. It ain't casual. You're looking Five weeks at their is not profile. That casual. Yeah, no, yeah. And also you're looking at their profile. That's the other every part day. she doesn't admit. That yeah. She's not okay. And it's funny because we get these all the time. It's like he's updating this, he's updating that. And it's like, yeah, one it's, there's one thing to be updating constantly, and then it's another also thing to consider when you're looking constantly. What yeah. does that mean to you? It doesn't come to the top of your feed. Right. And you're never looking. I'm saying you, you, Jared. Yes. You're not. When's the last time you checked a hinge dates? Never. Profile to see if she updated it. Never. Right. So it's a, it's a sign that you're not that invested. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe I, I should be checking. Is that. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily. But it just goes to show you're. I mean, you're. You know what I mean? You haven't. You're not necessarily that into anyone that you've met thus far, potentially. If I'm being put on the spot, <laughs> this comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, maybe maybe things will change by maybe then. Maybe things will change. You never know. But I, I, yeah, I guess. But I mean, I don't think I would do that anyways. If I'm, you know what I mean? It's funny because like if I'm on, um, even if I'm on like Zillow and I'm not even actively looking for a house, but I'll look at houses and then I'll like go back to see if like the, you know what I mean? If, if there's a price drop or if the house mm-hmm. is off the market, I'm kind of like. You're not even that. I mean, I'm wondering for you. It's like you're not even casually invested in, in you know. <laughs> you look at a house. I don't even look at the person. <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, like, what am I going to do? That's how it goes. Right. That's my new saying. You know, I have a new catchphrase. I like that. It's very uh, Hakuna, Hakuna Matata. I am Jared Hakuna Matata Freed. Yeah. I'm means a, no worries. <laughs> means no worries for the rest of your days. Yeah. That's how it goes. Like, I, I to me, when you look, check someone else's pro, like, you're looking for hurt. 
Like if you're enjoying yourself. Well, it's always like the best thing you could see is nothing. And, yeah. and say it's true of anyone that you're seeing on social media. The best thing you could see is nothing. And the worst thing will ruin your whole day. Well, and also she even says, if you're saying it's casual, we're not sure yet. It's only five weeks. Well, then you're just trying to convince yourself okay. that it's casual in only five weeks. Well, let's say it's not about her. And it's just about the person updating their profile weekly. Is that weird? It's, it's, it's. I, I hate the word weird for it. It's 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 um it's thoughtful. It's it's <laughs> it's um this person is out there trying to find yeah. a profile that gets him more They're ladies. Trying. They're, They're trying. trying. Okay. So I would say if someone said to me, if, if you I saw was a woman who if a woman was like, yeah, I update my profile every profile pictures every week. Um, I would say, that. why are you telling me this? We're on a date. <laughs> <laughs> a woman who's asking you for advice. Do you think it's weird? Do you um, think it's fine. I think it's a little weird. Okay. I, I mean, it's not, again, I I think it's proving that you haven't met someone that you're fully convinced And you're concerned on. that it's the profile. Yeah. Which I think is a valid concern. I guess in theory, if I'm, yeah, to find out about it might be a little off-putting, but in theory, someone who is updating their profile frequently, you know, why shouldn't, they, why should there be something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with yeah. the action. They there's care. something wrong with your relationship. Right. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. But if you're, if you're not, if you have no relationship and you're just looking and you're, yeah. you know, you're trying to, trying to, trying to get better a glow yourself. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Digital glow up. Let's do one more. Okay. Okay. Hi, J and J. Red flag or breaker. His mom goes shopping for your gifts. Context the one Christmas my ex boyfriend and I spent together, his mom went and spent a ton of money at Ross buying a, all different options of clothes and brought them home. My boyfriend then picked what he liked out of the options and the mom returned the rest and he paid her for what he wanted to give me. She was a stay-at-home mom, so she had the time to go out and run errands, but I was a little turned off he wasn't a little more creative or at least went to the store with her. He even told me the situation and should have kept his mouth shut and I would have never known. I just shut your little mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't even know about this. <laughs> I ended up breaking things off a couple months later because this played a factor into the larger fact that his mom did way too much for him. He did his laundry, made him lunch every day when he was 27 and never lived outside his parents' house yet. Well, that's, that I mean. last part is a little more come on. interesting, yeah. Also, Ross. I guess the whole, what? what is Ross? <laughs> Clothes for less, isn't that there? There's a, the. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's like a discount. Oh. Uh, clothing store. Interesting. I mean, not a place I want my gifts from. Right. I mean, I not to sound like uh, a, uh, a snob, a snob. Who, who, who judges seven-year-old renters. <laughs> I, Get your life together, woman. <laughs> I guess the whole mama's boy thing is a big red flag or zoobreaker in itself. Would love to hear your take. I still wear the clothes, though. Yeah. I mean, Ross has serviceable items, but it's just not like, oh, oh, he got it for me. At it's not really a braggable right. gift. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, okay. I, I mean, unfamiliar. From what you're saying, it doesn't sound super sexy. There's a time for certain things, and there's another time. You know, you're. I, I don't think you're going to go, you know, it just it, the gift itself it loses. The fact its that it's a gift. Right. But it's funny, okay, not knowing anything about Ross, if you got rid of the last paragraph about his mom doing his laundry, his laundry, whatever, any of that, if you replace mom with assistant, it suddenly becomes a lot hotter. Wow, you're right. <laughs> That's a good tip to the men out there. If you replace, I'm anything seriously. that happens in your life that you had help with, say it with my assistant. assistant. I mean, if you, I'm so yeah. saying, if you say my mom did anything, it's kind of like, it's a little like, eh. It's, and it's also like, it's a little bit like, makes the relationship a little naked. Yeah. You know, like, what are you telling your mom? You're telling her that it's, you know. It sound, makes you sound like a little boy. Uh, yeah. If you use my assistant, same exact task. My assistant went to Ross. My assi 
Let's and say I, left out the store. Yeah. My assistant and got, like you know got a bunch of options. I picked the option that yeah. I thought was best, and then they you know wrapped it, figured yes. it out. My assistant making sure my laundry gets done. My assistant's get bringing yes. me my lunch. Hot. Hot. It's a like you're hotter. big in Sex in the City. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Sent my assistant out to go get, or, yeah, uh, well, makes my lunch, cuts my crust off, my sandwiches. Richard, you remember the Richard, she said, he sends the gifts and he writes Who? like uh, to Samantha, Richard. I don't remember. I don't know this. He's one of the, with the guys that she was like into and then he had his assistant like at her gifts and signed the card love and she like freaked out about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, assistant hot, mom, not so much, especially I would say when he, if he lives with his parents, that's another well, thing. To all the men out there, once you're 25, you start calling your mom your assistant. assistant yes. And you are going to be good. I mean, you're going to be a lot better, better than off. your mom. Yeah. yeah. Assistant's hot. Yeah. Anyway. My assistant yelled at me to take my shoes off when I came in the house. <laughs> Still sounds Still better. better. Yeah. Still better. Still yeah. better, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. It works for everything. It it. I guess on the other side of this, would it be a deal breaker for me if I knew that mom was involved in getting me a gift? Would you care? I wouldn't care. As long as if you like the gift. As long as it's not from Ross. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, I, <laughs> I'd be. What if it was her assistant? I I think it works for women You're too. You're into that too? It's fucking hot. Yeah, okay. Fucking high heels, pantsuit. I like that. Assistant. I, I'd be into that. I'd be like, you have a fucking assistant. Yes. I agree. Yeah, let's bring the only the only difference I'm hiring is that, an assistant. The That's only it. difference is that you pay one and not the other. Yeah. <laughs> they moms do assist. That's true. I'm hiring an assistant. I'm gonna get I can't wait to correspond about the episode <laughs> tapings only with him or her. Yes. And they're gonna have a notebook. It'll be like Kramer when he had the assistant. I don't remember. You remember that episode? No. Yeah, he has an assistant. It's like this is random dude. <laughs> Mr. Freed will speak to you now. That's how we're going to start. I'm going to start having him text people back. You're going to have him in the podcast room. In the, Sitting in the, in the corner. In the corner, and then I speak to him, and then he relays it to you, and then you relay back to him. Mr. Freed would like some lunch. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> Swiping for me on dating apps. Uh, there I mean, we go. You have an assistant. You have a matchmaker. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine Catch me a catch. We did it. We did it. That's it for today's Red Flag Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila. Gluten-free. Contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Jordana, Faux Pas is about to be the drink of the summer, right? It already is, in my opinion. I yeah. mean, everywhere I bring it, it's gone. You got A lot of you got a chance to try it at the live shows. They're going to be at the rest of the live shows. Check it out if you haven't. Everyone loves it. I mean, the spicy margarita is next level. But honestly, they're all really, really good. If you follow me on social media, they're going to be a fixture of my Instagram stories. Love Perfect it. beach drink, honestly. Get a cooler, put them in, make sure they're cold. I've been saying this a lot. When I see it on a picture at the beach, I get thirsty. Same. I, I, I'm, I'm like, That's the not, move. It is, that is the move because people... Tag me in the pictures. You get tagged probably in much more than me, but I get tagged. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, I got to be at that beach. I got to be drinking. That's the, that's, I mean, that's the visual we want in people's yeah. minds. Just a, a time to relax. <sighs> that's what it's I think. It's a commercial. I, I love it. it. 
<laughs> anyway, we solved dating. We'll be we back on Sunday. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July and we're ready to go this summer. Let's do it. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.